0: Broken lines, broken strings, broken threads, broken springs, broken idols, broken heads. People sleeping in broken beds. Ain't no use driving. I knew you was joking. Everything is broken. Broken bottles, broken plates, broken switches, broken gates, broken dishes, broken pots. Streets are filled with broken hearts, broken words. Be spoken. Everything is broken. Seems like every time you stop and turn around, something is just hit the ground. Broken cutters, broken saws.
1: Choices of music that we have made. Just kind of a fluke thing. Um, our four main pieces of music are all Bob Dylan today. I, I was never a huge Dylan fan. But as I've grown older, I've understood his music, his writings more. Probably my favorite Dylan Bob Dylan piece of music was actually from a very interesting film years ago and we'll be using it to close this hour called Knocking on Heaven's Door from the film Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid I think the only film that Bob Dylan actually was an actor in. Interesting stuff. But why not? The things he says, the things he sings about, the things he talks about are all on the money. Everything is broken. We live in Economic bad news it seems to barrel in every day. More bad news on inflation the economy gives puzzled markets another get-real-whack-in-the-head-with-a-pipe-wrench. Markets that we believed almost puzzled yesterday over how to deal with obviously rising inflation got a second wallop over the head the next day to help them figure it all out all of which seems to have knocked a little temporary sense into someone's head. Though I suppose they'll always find a way to get back out of being sensible by Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day. Deranged stocks and bonds both seem to manage to find their way back to higher levels of lunacy these days. Maybe it's all the illegals that are coming in that have found a way to invest, huh? All the major indices closed out their string of five weekly wins last week by ending down. the Dow falling 100 points. another day I think it fell 300 500. s p 500 the, the &;P fell almost a half a points. kept its head above the 5,000 elevation level but still down for last week. It was the producer price index that turned everyone's head. But it had the audacity to show the same thing happening a little further up the price pipeline on the same scale as what already showed up in the CPI last week. And excluding food and energy, core PPI increased a half a percent higher than the expectations for a 0.1% advance. Gasoline prices exploded in Arizona again. Insanity. Pure insanity that we're we're seeing. Just a couple of weeks ago, I went and filled up. It was last week, eleven o'clock at night. I woke up because I wasn't sleeping. Maybe I slept a couple hours. I don't know. Realized I better go get some gas. I was getting real low. Now, strangely enough, I had a a a, a, a credit or a debit card that had been sent to me by. One of my health insurance people just had 50 bucks on it. I guess it's renewal. I don't care. I'm going to use the 50 bucks and I'm going to trash the card because I'm not going to pump money into it. So I went out and put 31 dollars with of gas in my car. I'll keep the rest. It was 3.09, and then all of a sudden, within two days, it got shot up to 3.69 a gallon. No, I had to go out to take care of some business at nine o'clock this morning and got out there and found somebody else at three nineteen A circle K in a poorer part of town. As you get three blocks away and it's three fifty nine. It's insane. When when does any of this crap ever end? I I taking a look at what I do on and off throughout the course of the day, I take a look at, at metals markets. Palladium was up eight dollars and forty-two cents today at nine hundred and ninety-one dollars and seventy-two cents. Platinum was up three dollars and ten cents at nine twelve ninety. Silver down four cents as we speak at twenty-three oh five. Gold's down buck thirty-five at two thousand twenty-six eighty-two. But there's still some great buys in that market out there. The problem is the markets have slowed up. I've spoken with three of my suppliers today. And they're becoming more picky about what they will buy. Because even the stuff they're selling isn't selling too well. People don't have the money. They need to put. Steaks or burgers on the table. They can't afford to buy the silver. Can't afford to buy the gold. I've never gone through a period in in the thirty odd years that I've been in this business—thirty-three years—that I've been in this business. I've never gone through a period that's been so slow and so dry as this one. It's crazy. And you know, I talked last week or so in the air that I had a um, opportunity for people interested in buying old ninety percent silver dimes quarters, half dollars. Not a single call that I received. And people could have bought you know smaller amounts. I had some stuff come in. I had to sell it for the client so I can get his funds out to him tomorrow. I've got another client that's got some some needs. And he's got some certified MS-68 and 69 $5 U.S. gold pieces, which we could have made available at very, very superbly good prices. Of my three suppliers, only one of them had any interest whatsoever. And he gave me a acceptable price for my client. But then I don't know that because I've not heard back from the client after I sent him a note. The other two clients had no interest whatsoever. These are certified quarter ounce US $5 gold pieces. They're gorgeous coins. You got coins that are MS68 and 69. That's insanity. Beautiful coins. Gold price around the 2020 range. Moves up, it moves down. But you know what? Right now, Spot gold is exactly where it was last Friday or Thursday. The price of gold surged, as the U.S. dollar depreciated on San Francisco Federal Reserve President Mary C. Daly's remarks at the annual National Association for Business Economics and Economic Policy Conference. Blah, blah, blah. She stated that three rat cuts, three rat cuts, oh, rate cuts. A reasonable baseline for 2024, but emphasized it's premature to consider allowing the economy to run without intervention. Blah, 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 blah. Another interesting headline. Strongly urging that we ignore gold and focus on silver as prices have rallied 7% from support, meaning their so-called base level. Rising inflation pressures have taken their toll on the gold market. While a lot has been thrown at the precious metal, it continues to hold critical support, at least for now, according to some analysts. And yet gold ended its second week in negative territory last week. It entered the weekend well off its lows after holding critical support at 2,000 an ounce. April gold futures last traded at 2025 an ounce which has gone down and it's come back up again. It's a very tight trading range. The only people that seem to be buying it are the bankers who want to control it all. They know it's coming. More stuff you look at. Gold market remains under pressure, but continues to hold support above 2,000 an ounce as U.S. consumer sentiment holds relatively steady near multi-year highs. U.S. consumer sentiment? What is that? Are they talking about those who buy gold and silver? The average so-called consumer out there is trying to consume food or gasoline or pay the rent or the doctor bill. Last Friday, the University of Michigan said its preliminary consumer sentiment index rose to 79.6%, up slightly from January's reading of 79.0. The data is roughly in line with expectations as economists look for a reading of around 80. but bad, bleh, bad. Let me tell you something. For over 20 years, I have had a group of websites that I've continued to go through for sound and solid economic commentary and advice and things we could go back and forth with. Most of those sources are now completely staying away from all of it. They don't want to talk about economics. They're all off on other news-related issues now. But we're told that the federal mega-debt is here to stay. Like Bob Dylan says, everything's broken. I mean, U.S. fiscal realities are well known. Total federal debt outstanding has now reached thirty-four plus trillion dollars. Nineteen eighty-one, it was only ninety-eight billion. Hmm. Five point six seven trillion in two thousand. Thirteen point five six trillion in two thousand ten. Twenty-six. $3.95 by 2020, at 120% of the U.S. economy's productive capacity, the federal debt matches that at the end of World War II. $34 trillion. When spelled out as the number 34, followed by 12 zeros, separated by four commas, a lot of digits and commas for the human brain to comprehend. 34, 000, 000, zero zero zero. period. And those official debt figures do not even include the large unfunded liabilities inherent in the largest federal entitlement programs. Social security? Why is social security called an entitlement program? You sons of bitches, I paid into it. Medicare, Medicaid, several others that comprise about two thirds of federal spending. But we can, however, accurately forecast those liabilities over the next 75 years. (laughs) Who's zooming who? We ain't going to be around 75 years from now. That's the time horizon used by the trustees of the two funds that finance the programs because the future beneficiaries have already been born. And they're going to expect their benefits when they become eligible. Unfunded liability is currently estimated to be $212 trillion. All right. So we've got a debt of $34 billion, But we've also got unfunded liabilities at $212 trillion. I, 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 no, 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 I take that back. Wait, wait, what's the matter with me? No. We got $34 trillion in national debt. How much of that goes to Ukraine, and God knows who else is crazy. But $212 trillion owed to we the people in one form or another. Oh, 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 oh. So we had two hundred and. 12 trillion of unfunded liabilities now I scroll up here that's 212 let's double check where to go where to go no, I keep moving my mouse too fast 212 trillion unfunded liabilities now I scroll up to this article five Wall Street banks hold 223 trillion dollars in derivatives of all derivatives at 4,600 banks. According to the FICC, that's Financial Crisis Inquiry Commission, derivatives played a major role in the financial crash of 07 to 2010 in the U.S., worst financial crisis in the U.S. since the Great Depression of the 30s. And their report states that the Existence of millions of derivatives, contracts of all types between systemically important financial institutions, unseen and unknown in this unregulated market, blah, 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 blah. Of course, Americans believe that the Dodd-Frank financial reform legislation of 2010 would fulfill its promise of reining in concentrated risks like derivatives. But it didn't. (laughs) What a joke. What an absolute joke, people. Unreal. It's kind of like we're living in a nation of drunken sailors. Our drunken sailors' credit card balances, the burden, the delinquencies, the available credit. The credit cards are a measure of spending, not a measure of borrowing. Credit cards are the dominant consumer payment method in this country, having largely replace, replaced checks and cash. They're used to pay for anything. Bar tabs to business trips that get reimbursed. Probably a couple hours with a hot little babe that charges for her services, of course. All these things can be expensive. 2022, credit cards were used for $5.8 trillion in transactions. And the new data, when it comes out, will show that consumers ran over $6 trillion through their credit cards in 2023. Very little of it got stuck as interest-bearing debt. Most of it was paid off by due date with no interest due. And that's what we're seeing here. You know, it's interesting this comes up. I I had to call my credit card company today. I have two credit cards. One of them most of the time is paid for nothing but doctor's visits, you know, my copays, stuff like that, my medicines, you know, pharmaceutical stuff. That's it. The other card is used for whatever I need it for. Sometimes gas, sometimes it's it, it's whatever. It, most of it's the business-related stuff. And I went down to my credit union today to pull funds out to pay the current credit card bill. Now, I've never had a single credit card bill that was as high as this one, Just just over $3,000, just under $3,000. But part of that is because we had to pay for six months of our new car insurance policy. Car insurance is getting crazy. It's getting grossly expensive. A car company that we'd been with for 22 years raised the rates so high that in, in one of the cars they wouldn't even insure because, well, there's major recalls on that car. Yeah. Yeah, on the ones that took a key, but ours was a push button that didn't have the recalls on it. They don't care. So anyway, I call my credit card company because I start running the numbers. So wait, 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 wait a minute here. We we got a $300 discrepancy in what my records indicate that I owe versus what you're trying to bill me. I said, we got a problem here. I know what it was. Several months ago, back in October, November, I was going to move two of my websites to a new host. And it went on and on and on. I paid the fee for, you know, they were going to host it for a year, etc. But there's still a fee for moving the sites from its old host into theirs. They couldn't do it. And they tried and tried and tried. And and there was apparently a change that took place. And they kept, you know, $148 per we find I just finally said, that's it. Cancel it. You're done. Well, they gave me the full refund on the one fee. And they were supposed to give me the refund on the other two fees, $148.99 for each of the two websites. Well, apparently, they never credited back. And so I'm sitting there trying to pay this bill saying, wait a minute. The numbers on this credit card bill don't jive with the number they say that I owe. So I had to call a credit card company today and go through it, and we finally determined that the money that got paid back in December or November paid the right thing, but they credited. Uh, they, They screwed up the whole crediting thing. So now I have to write them a letter with a full description, blah, 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 and, and it'll get taken care of, but it's just, it's driving me nuts. Absolutely driving me insane. I'm not going to pay for the damn thing. And I, I don't get credit card bills and not pay them. They're paid completely every month. They don't make interest off of me. You know, credit card balances in this country. The statement balances before the payments were made rose by $50 billion from in quarter four from quarter three of last year. Went to $1.13 trillion. Year over year, credit card balances rose 14.3% on much higher spending on goods and services, including revenge spending on travels, restaurants, and entertainment. You know, drunken sailors, we've come to call them lovingly and facetiously but not so drunken because their income has risen even faster than their spending and they were able to save a little. Yeah, well, 20 years ago that ratio was 14%. Some consumers got in trouble with them during the Great Recession. Looks like some lessons were learned. Yeah. Of course, now we're dealing with little Lord Fauntleroy. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? The guy that's the head of the Federal Reserve, what the heck's his name? That twitty-looking thing. Higher for longer inflation interest rates, not over until the fat or the Fed lady sings. Waiting for a two-year treasury yield to overshoot, blah, 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 blah. Energy prices cannot plunge forever. Crude oil prices and gas have been rising recently again. Durable goods prices can't drop forever either. They keep dropping for a little while, then they keep spiking right back up again. Doesn't help when the wife goes to the grocery store and buys that vegetable meat. (laughs) The vegetable meat. I saw it right away. The label was huge on it. Described exactly what it said it was supposed to be. And she didn't Oh, I didn't see it. It looked like meat to me. Yeah, well, honey, I look like meat, too, but so what? Never mind. You know, we're just going to have to wait until we see what happens when they realize what's really happening to our economy. It's not going to be good. Do you get it yet, folks? Do people get it? You know, there's. I guess in some respects, we could share with you the tale of two Americas those at the bottom of the economic food chain are being hit extremely hard well yeah but but not the illegals they get they're, they're eating big and fancy my God what do we share with you last hour 13 for breakfast 17 for lunch and 31 for dinner and we the taxpayers are paying for it Who's Zooming who, baby? Who's Zooming who? I mean, if we got plenty of money, we're able to shield ourselves from what's happening with the tens of millions of people that are wallowing in poverty. Life in America is still good in 2024. The stock prices have been hovering near record highs. Companies that cater to the bitch. I I mean, the rich and famous have been raking in the dough. most of the rest of the country. Things are not going so well, people. Homelessness has been rising at the fastest rate we've ever seen. Crime is out of control all over the nation. Large companies are laying off workers at very frightening frightening pace. This phenomenal gun company that's been manufacturing guns for over 200 years in New York, shut down, and they're moving to Florida, and some 900 people, I think it's Runnington, if I'm not mistaken, 900 people are now going to be out of work. If you live in the version of America that's still living high on a hog, baby, then that's good for you. But if you live in the version of America that the rest of us seem to be living in, conditions are rapidly deteriorating. Came across recently an article in the San Francisco Standard that detail what life is like in Oakland, California these days. A Prius hanging out of a dumpster. Stripped down cars. Burning trash cans. Those are some of the East Oakland sites set to to a new catchphrase that's blown up on social media. Oakland, California, Donde la vida no ve Even cops and government officials and firefighters and kids are repeating the catchphrase on social media. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: the people slipping through the cracks
2: You can't handle the
1: truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth.
2: can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers 3d bunkers uses polymer concrete which is five times stronger than regular cement youtube 3d and watch the video the creators of 3d bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world and we need to protect our way of life without living in fear contact brad at 3d for more details or visit 3d
1: Health Simple with Kalwara Shilaji. Fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yogavaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of shilajit, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for shilajit is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, shilajit makes other substances more effective. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ-4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too.
0: EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. The end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end of our elaborate lives, the end of everything that stands, the end. No safety or surprise. The end. I'll never look into your eyes again. Can you picture what will be? So limitless and free. Strangers have it up desperate. Land.
1: It's so interesting to go back so many years in my life. Pieces of music like this. My time in Nam. Amazing. Well, before we went for the break, we shared with you this statement that's become a catchphrase in California. Oakland, California, donde la vida no vale nada. Even the cops and the government officials, the firefighters and kids are repeating that catchphrase on social media and on the streets of the town. Catchphrase created by a man named Gregario Ramon. He posted hundreds of videos on social media that document what is happening to the city where he has his home. And it's all because of Gregario Ramon who coined that saying in videos on his Instagram Accounts documented the crime and the mayhem in the East Bay City. Since mid-2022, Ramon has been capturing footage of everything from police chases to cars on fire, the boarded up Denny's that closed last month due to public safety concerns. And in every video, he says, Oakland, California. Donde la vida no vale nada. Donde de ciudad nos tiene... Uh, Tiene abandonados. And the phrase translates to English as Oakland, California. Where life is worthless. Where the city has abandoned us. But then you see the same thing could be said about our nation as a whole. While the elites are swimming in money, homelessness in the U.S. has reached the highest level on record. But then of course we... You know, we get to add the 11, 12, 13, 14, 20 million new illegal aliens have come in here, and many of them are living in much better conditions than a lot of Americans are today. But this homelessness crap has been rising at the fastest race ever, pace ever recorded. For the Wall Street Journal recently, it said the U.S. count of homeless people surged to the highest level on record, reaching more than 653,000. 1,000 people earlier this year as COVID-19 pandemic aid spending faded. And new federal data shows all this. And the increase reflects a collision of factors. Rising housing costs, limited affordable housing units, the opioid epidemic, the expired pandemic-era aid that had helped keep people in their homes, a surge of migrants into shelters in places like New York City, Massachusetts, Chicago have also contributed to the challenge. And the data released by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development show a 12% gain since last year, marking both the biggest increase and highest tally since the U.S. first published comparable data for 2007. You see, homelessness didn't even increase this fast during the Great Recession of 08 and 09. And on top of those that are living in the streets, millions of other Americans are living in cars and trucks and vans and RVs. In some of our wealthiest cities, we can see such vehicles line up on the side of the road for miles. Areas that are right along a river or a lake are particularly popular for those living in their vehicles because that gives them easy access to water. Of course, millions of Americans that actually have homes are also living in poverty. Today, approximately one out of every eight Americans is on food stamps. Think about that for a minute. One-eighth of the entire country relies on the government for food every month. And that doesn't even count the illegals that are getting it, along with everything else, for nothing. And sadly, things are only going to get worse as economic conditions continue to deteriorate, my friends. The cost of living just continues to become even more oppressive. And at this stage, buying a decent home is out of the reach for most Americans. And as a result, mini homes and tiny homes have become extremely popular. 123 year old man recently purchased a 600-square-foot one-bedroom mini-home from Amazon. And very excited that he was able to get it for just under $27,000. 27000 I see ads for a hell of a lot less money where you can go to frickin' Home Depot. Yeah. 27000 Bitch, I didn't even think about twice about it. I just did it. That's what the guy said in a TikTok video about the buy. I don't even know where I'm going to put the house. Well, I guess it certainly beats living in the streets. But this is not what the American dream is supposed to look like. In some parts of the country, entire subdivisions of small homes are popping up. I go a half a mile from my home, Yeah, a mile from my house. There's one subdivision that's got close to 400 of those mini homes. Here's a story about Robert Lanter lives in a 600-square-foot house that can be traversed in five seconds and vacuumed from a single outlet. Doesn't have a coffee table in the living room because it would obstruct the front door. When relatives come to visit, Mr. Lanter says jokingly, but only partly, they have to tour one at a time. And each of these details amounts to something bigger for Mr. Lantner's life in the U.S. housing market, a house under $300,000, something increasingly hard to find, by the way. The price allowed Mr. Lantner, a 63-year-old retired nurse, to buy a new single-family home in a subdivision in Redmond, Oregon, about 30 minutes outside of Bend, where he's from, which is, along with his surrounding area, one of Oregon's most expensive housing markets. Lantner's house could easily fit on a flatbed truck as dwarfed by the two-story suburban homes that prevail on the blocks around him. But in fact, there's even smaller homes in his subdivision. Cinder Butte. I think the other name is more appropriate. Developed by a local builder called Hayden Homes. Many of his neighbors live in houses that total just 400 square feet. A 20-20 foot house attached to a 20 by 20 foot garage. (laughs) A lot of these little miniature homes that are down the road from us don't even have garages. I don't even know where the hell they park. I've not yet seen a single car in the place. You know many years ago when my wife and I got married we actually lived in an apartment that was maybe 400 square feet wasn't particularly pleasant but in this economy people are just trying to survive Things are not going to get any easier this year. In fact, CNBC is warning that large companies all over America are focusing on cutting costs this year. We're seeing it in the headlines every single day. Corporate America has a message for Wall Street. It's serious about cutting costs this year. From toy and cosmetics makers to office software sellers, executives across sectors have announced layoffs and other plans to slash expenses. Even at some companies that are turning a profit. Barbie maker, Mattel, PayPal, Cisco, Nike, Estee Lauder, and Levi Strauss are just a few of the firms that have cut jobs in recent weeks. Well, Levi Strauss, are they even making real jeans anymore? Are they all those stretched little faggot jeans they're making now? Eh, I won't buy them. Hey, look at department store retailer Macy's. They're going to be closing five of its namesake department stores and cut more than 2,300 jobs. But a lot of those stores like Macy's, JCPenney's and the rest, they're shutting down because they're in huge malls that are getting ripped off by thieves. And the average buyer doesn't go there anymore. What about JetBlue Airways? Spirit Airlines, they've offered Staff buyouts, United Airlines cut first-class meals on some of its shortest flights. So many people are going to lose their jobs during the months ahead. It's going to be a very difficult time. Even Citibank's chief economist is publicly admitting that it appears that the U.S. is heading into a recession this year. He says the soft landing dream is over. Instead, the U.S. economy is headed for a recession in the middle of 2024. There's this very powerful and seductive narrative around a soft landing. We're just not seeing it in the data. Those words from Andrew Hollenhorst, Citibank's chief U.S. economist. And he's right. The numbers are telling us a very troubling story. If you think that things are bad now, you're definitely not going to like what's coming. And with each passing day, more Americans are going to be failing or falling out of the middle class. And with each passing day, more Americans are going to be falling into poverty. If you're wealthy, there's still a little bit of time left to live the highlight. But unfortunately, the clock is ticking. And the day of reckoning is rapidly approaching for all of us. We're living in a point of total chaos. Absolute total chaos. All right. So we share with you this story about the guy who goes out and forks out how much money for this home? $27,000. 600 square foot home. All right. $27,000. $27,000. let us try this. Now, I'm sharing a, a, a story with you. Okay, take me right to the stupid dad. I don't even know garbage. Sixty minutes. See, this is buy a pre-built house. Let's just take a look at it. See if i are going to finally get me to something here. No, it's a nice-looking place. Yeah, real nice-looking place. I guarantee there ain't going to be any price on this. This is a scam. I hate this stuff. Number one guest home bill. Oh, it's a guest home. Well, the point is you don't get it anymore. People just don't get it any longer. You can go to Home Depot. You can go to Lowe's. You spend any time at all, it's amazing what you can find. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Affordable. But get out of here. I don't want that stuff. That's not what I would try to get into. Get out of my face. There we go bottom of the economic food chain. Yeah, that's where we're at. Riots, protests, civil unrest all over the Western world this year. It's going to get worse. All of the elements are in place, my friends, for an economic crisis of staggering proportions. There's no way out. No, I could spend the last few minutes getting into a massive sales pitch. Yeah, I, I got this, this website called Sierra Madre Precious Metals. The regular listeners know that's what I do. I'm a broker for gold, silver, copper when it's available. I actually came across copper today. It was very affordably priced. I could probably buy a fair amount of it if we need it. But I'm not going to get into a copper marketing thing today, but it's pure copper. And we're going to watch copper prices start skyrocketing again. Interested in talking about some gold, some silver? If you need to sell some because you need cash, call me. I can help you. 602-799-8214. Now what's interesting, I've got three major suppliers I work with. Two of those major suppliers declined a particular offer of the quarter ounce gold pieces my client had today. My other supplier, a local guy that I work with, is the one guy that said, Absolutely, I want it. So we we have to look at all this stuff. We have to look at all this stuff. Look at the options. If you're interested in adding some gold, some silver, if you can afford it, don't make your family starve. Okay? There are some things over at Sierra Madre Precious Metals that you can take a look at. Article we posted the other day entitled, You Will Live in Tiny Homes and Electric Vehicles and Be Happy. Electric vehicles. uh, How about all these little... uh, uh, the the things that there are, our elected officials have been telling us to buy, go out and buy these these expensive uh, what are they EVs or whatever the heck they are. Guess what? They're dying on the vine. The public isn't buying them. The discounts are getting so huge, it's absolutely unbelievable. And it's just going to drive the price of regular cars back up again. So let's not do this. Let's get that kind of vehicle. Hey, I'm Joey. I want to get rid of this, that, and the other thing. I want you to have electric cars. I want you to take your 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 your, your electric thing and stick it where the moon don't shine and go ahead and charge your car up. It's okay. The piece that you know this new Tesla like pickup truck thing they've come out with? It's only been out for about four to six weeks. And the people that bought it are complaining that the vehicles are rusting on them? It's unbelievable. It's pure insanity. What's going? To, forget the stupid Teslas. Number one, I think they're ugly. There's only one Tesla car that I ever thought that was actually a pleasant looking car. They're butt ugly. I always thought Toyota uh, Priuses were ugly too. There's more cars being recalled because of major problems, cars, pickup trucks. You know what? My wife and I have have been in a major battle, not between each other, insurance companies. 22 years we had the same insurance company. And I'm driving a Hyundai Tucson, which is a push button, not a key start. The key starts got recalled because of theft problems, et cetera, et cetera. The push buttons weren't having that problem. Um, my insurance company wouldn't insure the car because it had a recall factor on it. Well, that's pretty interesting because I wound up getting a brand new motor out of that sucker with a 100,000-mile warranty on it because they had faulty motors. Then one day I was in getting the oil changed on that thing, and my wife's car had 103,000 miles on it, decided to trade it, get rid of it, she got upset because she paid the thing off. And, oh, but we didn't get much money in the trade-in for it. Found a 2015 GMC, I think it was. Maybe it was 2013. Only had 43,000 miles on it. The thing was immaculate. One-owner car. Absolutely superb. Well, apparently those things are not that reliable from an insurance standpoint. So the insurance company we had for all this year's Oh, they also uh, one car they would not insure. The other one they jacked the rate up so high it was unbelievable, forced us to go find another insurance company. Through a total fluke, we found one. I just didn't like the way they did business. And we just changed policies this last week. But I've still got some issues i got to take care of. It's insane. There are cars you can't get insurance on today. They're jacking the rates so high, it doesn't help. I got a twenty-year-old granddaughter living here with us. Most of the time, she drives my 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 Hyundai Tucson. I'm driving a 2003 Acura that was bought for my eldest granddaughter as her first car, and then it went on to our son, who's deceased now. And the car needs work. Mechanically, it's in pretty decent shape. 153, 155 thousand miles on it. The thing hauls butt. Paul's butt is darn decent on gas. So maybe I'll get myself a cheap paint job. I don't care. It needs paint bad. I'm going to go buy spray pans and spray the stupid thing myself, but I'm not going to do that. I don't have time for it. We're all fighting the battle to survive, people. You know, my goal is I would love to just say, forget it. Dump this house. Get the hell out of this house now. Well, we can get the money for it. I'll go rent an apartment for a while. Problem is, renting apartments ain't cheap. It's not cheap at all. But I will do it for a while. I've been looking at some houses out at Sun City, Sun City West. I don't particularly want to live about a bunch of old farts. And I'm an old fart. But I don't particularly want to live in an old people's community. You pay outrageous homeowners fees every month. You know, the neighborhood I'm living in now, it's like, you know, 800 bucks a year. Those people are two, $300 a month. Oh, but they'll take care of your front yard. They'll, 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 they'll spray your weeds for you. They'll do this, they'll do this. Time to go. You guys take care of yourselves. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks for tolerating my hour of two hours of babble. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow without apology. I am Jeffrey Bennett.
0: Mama take this badge off of me. Dark to see, I feel I'm not. People who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you.
1: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN.
2: This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.